Bye. Thanks for coming. Hey girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, hello, 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 and thanks for coming, Canada. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hello, Jamal's here. Hi, it's Stony, and I didn't forget to put foundation on my butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, I can see it. <laughs> Thanks, girl. <laughs> hey, everyone, welcome back to another fun week at Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast. We are back, back, back again to bring you more full coverage of Canada's Drag Race, season one. What an episode. I'm telling you, these judges are losing their damn wigs. Yeah, girl, these judges are like just begging to get fired. (laughs) I don't know. This season is is good, but the judging is a little problematic for sure. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we can get into it a little bit later in the episode. We want to start on a fun note. Um, So before we get into the episode, that was your little teaser. Um, Before we get into the episode, we have a really exciting announcement. Do you want to tell them the announcement, Jamal or Stoney? I guess I'll let Jamal (laughs) announce it. Oh my gosh, I was going to let Stoney say it. Okay, well, we launched our merch store. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's so exciting. Oh my God, we're selling trinkets. We're selling the trinkets and the things and the items. You want thingamabobs? I've got 20. That's right. I bought some of the thingamabobs (laughs) and they're really cute. Like a notebook, um, some pins, stickers, our retro logo and our new logo. Yes. You know, you want to like buy some shit and hoard your house some more. (laughs) Yes. I bought a couple mugs because I wanted to make sure I had mugs capable of holding the hottest tea. Yes, you know, these are durable, um, not tested on animals, and they do the job. Yes, we definitely had to buy more coffee mugs because we just like (laughs) went through all of our cabinets and got rid of coffee mugs um, that we don't use. (laughs) So now we're going to buy more so we can do the same exercise in a couple weeks. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) But it's very exciting. You guys can find all of our merch through our link tree. Um, That link can be found either on our Twitter or on our profile on Instagram. Both handles are at TFCPod. And if you're interested in buying merch, you're more than welcome to. Absolutely no pressure to buy it. You know, we are in tough times right now, but it's just there for you if you want it now or some point in the future. Yes, everyone. So cute. I'm really excited to put my retro sticker on something. Yes, and you can buy face masks. So if you do need more face masks for quarantine and your various outings that you have planned, you can buy them on our merch store. Ooh, that's right. Selfie pending. I did order that. Yes, (laughs) definitely. Um, So we're very excited for that. But going forward... Um, Just wanted to say thank you to everybody. Um, I had a little bit of, um, uh, I don't know, I guess you would say just like a bad day mental health wise earlier in the week. And we just had to step away from social media because it's just very overwhelming. Um, You know, we work, all of us, we work a full time job and do this podcast in addition to that. So it's just like, you know, finding like trying to think of clever things to tweet, um, is just also stressful. It sounds dumb, but I'm just like posting stuff. And if like only like a couple people like it, then I'm like, wow, like I'm not doing a good job basically. So that, and that's maybe just my internal struggle. So 
<laughs> um, but it just kind of like all bottled up and got to me. And I was like, I have to step away. Like there's too much going on on Twitter. I, we got to stop for a second here. So I just wanted to thank you to everyone that was like really supportive of that. Yes. Thank you to everyone for the kind words and sentiments. Yeah. It's one of those things. It's a fine line because we're not podcasting for likes and retweets, but it is a good way to kind of gauge what you're doing. But, you know, social media is not the end all be all. So um, stepping away is always a nice reminder and refresher in that department. Yes, it can be so toxic sometimes, like Twitter in general. So it's like nice to like step away and like, I don't know, read something positive or do positive things because Twitter ain't that sis. <laughs> right. Twitter. It, I mean, because that's it, too, because I'm scrolling my timeline looking for fun things to talk about. And then I just see someone taking their wedding pictures and a bomb exploding in Kuwait. You know, I think that was right. Um, so Beirut. Beirut, Beirut. Yeah. Lebanon. Jamal might fix that later. Sorry, everybody. I <laughs> was trying. I know. I know it's bad, but I was like trying to like. This is this is all happening. It's a lot to take in. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot to take in, and it's not like an easy thing to like process when like a bomb is going off and you're just like having a terrible day. Yeah. Right? Um. So no no disrespect to the people of Beirut at all, and uh, and our well wishes to you in your recovery from this event. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just think mental health is a great topic. It doesn't make you weak. It doesn't, it's not anything to be embarrassed about. It's something we all struggle with to varying degrees. Um, so I just, you know, for our podcast, I love that we're just like so open that we can just talk about it and kind of like try and promote the mental health aspect of our everyday life, really, especially, especially in quarantine, because this is like such a weird time right now as well. Yeah, I mean, we have to remind ourselves every week, you know, Stoney and I, exactly what we're dealing with environment-wise. It's a whole new monster, so everyone just remember to be kind to yourselves. You're doing your best, and that's all you can do. Definitely. This might be something we can touch on later, but for now, just wanted to quickly just say thank you to everybody so many kind people on Twitter and and Jamal and Sony as well for talking me off the ledge of, of sorts. Um, but uh, yeah, so moving on from that, just one more thing to talk about before we get into Drag Race. I have some really exciting news for you guys. Um, I've decided to go solo and I'm going to start an, a podcast on my own and kind of just have it be my little side project yeah you're not leaving us you're just doing something else on the side right i'll still be here we're all we're all still <laughs> having fun we're all still gonna be here but i'm just saying in addition uh you know a- after my talk about mental health i've decided to add more work to my workload <laughs> that's right this is like the destiny's child contract he's still got some albums to put out with tfc so He'll still be around, but we're super excited for this project. We, of course, have gotten to get some behind-the-scenes tea, and I'm, like, super pumped for what's coming with Seth and this podcast. Yes. It's really exciting. It's going to be a podcast all about music. Um, We're going to talk about albums as a whole, and I'll have a guest from time to time because we're also going to be talking about people's experience and connection 
to music as well. And this is all from a queer perspective too. So I am going to be trying to feature a lot of queer music. And if somehow anyone that's listening to this is a part of a queer band or a queer artist, and you would like your music to be featured on the show, feel free to email me or you can reach out on Twitter um, or you can get in touch with us via the TFC socials. I'm across all of it. Um, I'll go ahead and maybe I'll share something on Twitter so that you guys can find my Twitter. But um, I believe it's at treble treble pod. I think that's it. I can't remember if it's pod or podcast. Check the show notes. We'll confirm and we'll put it in the show notes. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Check the show notes below (laughs) yeah girl it's treble treble pod at treble treble pod there we go i love how stoney knows my socials better so that's how you know he's a real one (laughs) well we're excited for like again like just the theme of the show i think it's going to be really cool to talk about different albums i know like i'm one of the weirdos when i'm going (laughs) through my catalog I actually search music by the album name, not the artist. So I'm that kind of music nerd. Heck yeah, that's the way you got to do it. Um, you got each album is a story, and you know, some albums are. I mean, there are just like one or two songs that I like from it, but overall, like an album is a story. So even if the story isn't that great, there'll be a couple <laughs> a couple climaxes in the story. Oh, for sure. And we all love climaxing here. Hmm. <laughs> all right, you guys. I think we've been rambling on. This is really like the retro TFC, like where we just kind of like chit chat for like 10 minutes. Wow. I like it. Well, we had some church announcements. Lots going on. Lots to celebrate. Yes. All right, you guys. Let's get into the real fun part. Our honesty spill of the week. Uh, honesty. Hey everyone, welcome back to our Honesty Spill of the Week, where we will be, where we will be, reco- <laughs> we're not recovering anything, where we will be <laughs> covering the latest episode of Canada's Drag Race Season 1. We are back, another episode <laughs> of Canada's Drag Race, spicy per usual, um, my goodness, each episode has just given it to us. Girl, there's a lot going on this season, and it's getting down to the wire, and I'm very scared <laughs> because I don't trust the judges to do <laughs> right. the right thing. Right. <laughs> terrifying. The judges are, you know, becoming really hostile. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. It's a very weird uh, feeling that's happening from the judges' <laughs> panel. <laughs> it's like they're very... It's like they've got like super itchy wig glue and they want to scratch it so bad but they can't because they're filming. Right. And they're taking the rage out on the queens. Very much so. I don't know. It's just ridiculous is what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get more into it too. I mean, you heard a lot of this talk on the last episode, so it'll probably continue on. You're right. All right, you guys. So at the top of this show, Kiara has sashed away. Bye, Kiara. Uh, Kiara was one of those queens, like we said, um, you know, she was just warming up. So I look forward to see her kind of post drag race glow up and um, see what she can bring because she's a, a talented queen for sure. Yeah, I think um, Kiki want to go bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. So the next day in the workroom. 
All the girls come in. Uh, they're working really hard to scrub all of the lipstick Kiara left on the mirror off. <laughs> she used the entire canvas, okay? Yeah. No, somebody get them some fucking Clorox wipes, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> spritz, spritz, bitch. <laughs> they need the spray and the wipes, like double it, double duty. Yeah, or like get a hose or something. <laughs> the fireman hose. Yeah, there you go. Um so then they show this weird uh like warning to boa and it was kind of weird it was not aired in the episode what did you guys think of that i think that um it was very just like came off in a really bad light in my opinion because why the hell are we getting on boa like that like the look wasn't that bad like why is it the super warning tone like if you fuck up again, you're going home. Like, this isn't Drag Race boot camp. Like, they're trying to be, like, tough and, like, give constructive criticism, but they're doing it in a way that's just, like, not very fun. I don't know. Like, the editing is not great either. The editors probably need to be fired. Like, thanks for just, like, spoiling the fucking episode. Um, <laughs> but true. So I'm true. just like, I don't know. I'm so over the judges and how they have treated Boa. Like basically they like would not get off pro or they would not get off Boa's dick this season, like in the first two episodes. And now they're just like, fuck you Boa after she has like a really good episode. I'm just like, fuck off. <laughs> right. I mean, it was just weird to me. It felt forced. They were like, well, based on our season notes, it's Boa's week to get voted off. So <laughs> I guess we'll just show this like little clip so that we can like, quote unquote, validate eliminating her from the show. I don't know if there's anything that's clear. If something um, isn't clear, it's that um, these producers, they're not the quality that we have with the other seasons of drag race because these hoes are not being told what to say or how to portray themselves like it just seems like a free-for-all and now it's turning into a like you can't sit with this party <laughs> right it's very bizarre um yeah i don't get it um but I'm just, ho I mean, I don't know. It's just really weird to me. Sorry, I'm just like thinking about it in my head. It's just really weird because Boa's like been doing really great through the whole entire competition. <laughs> yeah, not to mention she gave us one of her better looks this episode. Yeah, we'll get, I feel like we can get into it on the runway, but I was like very annoyed with all of the judging on the runway. I thought it was all incorrect. It was all wrong. <laughs> I'm tired of JBC and his stupid like comments that make no goddamn sense. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to get into it, girl, once we get to the runway. I'm ready already. <laughs> yeah, get your, get your ice packs, y'all. It's gonna The heat's going to be hot. So for this week's mini challenge, the girls will have to do their best clairvoyant quick drag. They will each have a mystery caller that they will have to help predict the future for. And this mystery caller is none other than Canada native and Drag Race UK star, Crystal. Hey, oh my gosh. One of our favorites from Drag Race UK. Oh, yes, yeah. I'm excited to see Crystal. Like, I love Drag Race UK. It's my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite, like, or er, I guess seasons ever. So, yeah, it was awesome. I loved um, their look, too. Like, that blood red color is always going to win me over. 
Yeah, definitely. I remember like when, you know, just watching it the first time, I was like, that queen looks really familiar. She looks like Crystal. And it was like, it is Crystal. And I was like, what? How did they get her on the show? Like, this is so crazy. <laughs> yeah, the tie-in was perfect because um, she is a Canada native, but she um, was is a UK resident. So that's how she got on the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure I got that right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just I got I got maybe too excited. I just love you know all the girls of the UK season, so it was cool to see one of them on this season. Yeah, especially because we as a viewership, we're thirsting for the next season of Drag Race UK. We are. <laughs> I'm ready. It's um, time. Who did you guys think did well in the clairvoyant drag challenge? I thought Jimbo's voice is just funny. I I just, I don't know. It's like this kooky storybook. Like, I don't know how to describe it, but Jimbo has this way of turning on a character that just kind of takes you there. <laughs> so I kind of like the kookiness about that. Um, Lemon, of course. Oh, I knew that was going to happen. Like, the little <laughs> obvious jokes like that. It's just always going to win me over. So I liked Lemon a lot. Yeah, Lemon for me was my favorite fave and i loved how she had like the joke with like oh well just you know in the next six hours make sure that like nothing's <laughs> going to fall Watch out, girl. <laughs> yeah she's like no everything's fine though so she's like i'm not saying no <laughs> yeah i also so, liked I how she played the crystal ball like it was a dj like thing at the beginning she's like wicka wicka <laughs> <laughs> yes oh my god lemon is just so funny like she's really good at just like improving and doing shit like that mm-hmm. um i don't know so i liked hers i thought um i don't know I, i'm trying to think who else was really funny i really enjoyed um jimbo's pan's labyrinth uh reference like at the very end with the oh, eyes yes. on the hands yes i really like cool. that jimbo was really funny and like maniacal um i like that a lot and i also i liked rita because she was like sort of making it like a dating line also if you're interested in women i'm single (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was pretty funny too i also like how she just said like are you male female non-binary or who cares because that unknowingly to her like crystal was on the other side and that's very much like a a great like line for crystal to play off of I thought um, Boa's, it wasn't like the most hilarious, but I always love from Boa that we get like the theatrics and like the over the topness. So I really enjoyed that. 100%. Yeah. Boa was really funny. Like (laughs) four titties. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I was like, this is so random. Oh my gosh. Boa just is like really great at improv acting. Not so much. (laughs) mercy but um but yeah there were lots of great moments in here i'm sure we missed some so you feel can feel free to tell us on twitter if you like if we missed any of your favorites um so the winner of this mini challenge is lemon of course she was the funniest well deserved yes um i don't know if the other girls felt that way but we'll talk about that later (laughs) Ooh, the girls are pressed that Lemon is doing so well. Pressed, honey. They're so pressed, you could create a whole jar of lemonade. Uh, <laughs> or um, cold brew. Yeah. Or a panini. Ooh. Yes. Panini. <laughs> panini press. A no. <laughs> <laughs> no little Nas. 
that's fine. We like Lil Nas. He actually samples um, Nirvana in that song. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Pretty cool. <laughs> uh, listen to my podcast coming out soon. All right, so. <laughs> um for this week's maxi challenge the girls will be starring in their own late night law firm commercials and because lemon won the mini challenge she gets to pick the teams uh i would have so much fun doing this i don't know everyone would be scared to be assigned in teams i would have just so such joy doing this yeah and then she obviously had to be like, hey, sissy. <laughs> yeah, she, she did put the sissies together. Um, Scarlett Bobo and Alona were a team. Um, Lemon picked Priyanka for herself, which I thought was, for me, it was a little bit surprising because she had not been doing so well uh, in acting with the Snatch Game. Mm-hmm. But um, anyways, um Rita, Jimbo, and Boa are the last group. Priyanka, I, I get what you're saying about um, Snatch Game, but I feel like maybe Lemon thought that maybe their vibe would connect more. Yeah. And like they'd be able to play off of each other a little more. That's what I was thinking. Because also, too, you have to kind of pick like who you're going to work well with, too, because that's everything. Because uh-huh. if there's like intergroup, like if you're not like meshing well, it's going to show in your in your commercial. Um, yeah and they had great chemistry they yeah they had great chemistry uh one person that was not excited to be in the sissies team was scarlet bobo (laughs) she was mean mugging everybody after being put in that group she was upset okay she was not happy i know oh my god (laughs) i felt so bad for her poor alona because it's like damn girl i didn't realize you just like did not like me like that yeah shit we can stop the joke if you're over it aren't we sissies (laughs) sissies by the way i will never forgive them for doing the sissy bullshit on the show (laughs) (laughs) you're not into the sissy I it's mean, time for it to go. I'm, I guess I'm kind of like Priyanka. I don't give a fuck about your sisterhood. <laughs> like, <laughs> but sissy. Oh, everyone is tired of the sissy, 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 sissy. Um, yeah. If, but if I were Lemon, I don't know that I would have put two strong queens on the same team. Like, Alo- um, not like Alona. Alona's great. Um, not like Rita and Jimbo on the same team. They've been pretty consistently winning challenges for the last few weeks. I mean, that's pretty risky, but maybe she's thinking, oh, maybe they'll butt heads on ideas, you know, because who's going to want to try to steal the spotlight? Right. I think they both got their moment, though. They were pretty respectful too. of each other, everybody on that team, really. Yeah, and see, that's the other side of the double-edged sword. What if they work just fine together? And they did. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> so now the girls are getting their scenes together, and I think everyone is working really well together except the sissies. They had some <laughs> trouble seeing the same vision for their commercial, I think. I get really annoyed with people who just don't speak their mind in a scenario. Like, if you don't like the idea, just say you don't like the idea and we're not going to do this. Like, the sissy moment's dead. Why don't we do something else? Instead of just half ass going with the flow and then saving the bitchiness for your talking head. Like, girl, <laughs> here's your here's your moment to 
take some leadership and ownership and fix it. And Alona's sitting over here, like, just doing her best, not knowing that you're shading this whole thing <laughs> well, internally. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's not fun either, because people can sense that. But she was also, like, kind of, uh, Bobo was kind of being, like, a little bit bitchy to Alona face-to-face. Yeah, like, she was making it seem like, you know, everything was stupid without saying it was stupid. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just seemed, I don't know. Scarlet and Alona just are so up and down, I feel like, emotionally. Like, it's so yeah. hard to keep track of, like, What's their emotional on? state, like, within each episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's a good read. All right, so now it's time for the girls to go shoot their commercial. Um, you know, some of the c- teams are more prepared than others, <laughs> but I, without going too into the uh, shooting of the commercials, because we will talk about each thing later, I, I, I laughed so hard that I snorted when Jimbo first yelled, "It's my special day." <laughs> <laughs> Jimbo is just this real life cartoon like you just do not know what's gonna happen or what's gonna come out of that body also thank you jumbo for like basically showing what we all experience at the gay bar during the bachelorette parties there's always that one bitch that is like it's my special day (laughs) 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 so true yeah definitely i mean also um I guess the the key to doing well on Canada's Drag Race is yelling. So I'm going to talk really loud the rest of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the yell cast. Everybody, we're here. We're here, everyone. Did you like the sissies? <laughs> hey, <Listen>. sissy. <laughs> this is that Jeffrey Jimbo. Boyer Chapman's fault, by the way. This is <laughs> all his fault. Uh, blame it on JBC. This, like, zombie bride, like, Hulk Hogan smash fiancé, I'm getting married tomorrow shit is so accurate. Because those hoes be hulking out yeah. after some shots. Also, them just, like, throwing, like, change at the drag queens, like, <laughs> very forcefully was very on point. Yeah, a little too accurate. <laughs> Mercy. So, uh, after all of the rehearsals, we are led to believe that Jimbo, Rita, and... Boa, <laughs> we got there. <laughs> Boa's group. I, sorry, um, I think my my notes app thinks we're talking about Twilight because it said Bella. Um, Ooh, yeah. This is not a Twilight podcast. Don't even tangent off. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so after the rehearsals, we are led to believe that Jimbo, Rita, and Boa did the worst after their shooting. So let's keep going on the show and let's see how that plays out in judging later. <laughs> Let's see which team did the best. Um, back in the workroom, there's talk about all of the bridal parties that go in and choose to celebrate at drag shows. Uh, the girls talk about how like their wigs are messed with, um, their outfits are messed with, and Rita even told a story about how a woman put a finger in her anus. That's just a dirty bitch. Like, keep your hands to yourself. Yeah. I was completely shocked because I knew some of like the antics that these um i think they called them dragots or what they call them uh i don't know there was a word for it i don't remember um but uh yeah i was really surprised that someone would do that like in general that's just so out of line like 
the least you can do as a person is like keep your hands to yourself like basic manners don't just go touching people especially like that without consent especially fucking violation like i don't know some of these queens just get so drunk and then they just think that they can just i don't know and that goes for everyone not just bachelorette but just like drunk ass people in general yeah a lot of even the gays like I think, was it Lemon or Boa? Someone said, like, I've experienced this more with, like, the cis white gays more than anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I th- I think the word, I'm sorry, like, I'm really stuck on this, but I think they call them staggots. Like, you know, when you're going stag, like, I don't know. There was, I don't know. I was, like, obsessed. I was like, whoever said this, I think it was Radar Jimbo. I was like, okay, that's a great word. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to do my homework yeah let me know i'm sure i know all of you guys remember like i'm like who wore this outfit i think it might be this person you're like no it was this person i'm like jesus christ like i'm the host of the show <laughs> like all of you guys know more than we do um so um after this moment boa opens up about a night where uh she brought someone home but ended up not wanting to sleep with them and then i don't know if he was mad because Bo wouldn't sleep with him but this person like really like beat her up pretty bad yeah this is one of those scary moments um you know the dark side of dating on these apps or just meeting strangers randomly especially at your homes you just never know what's gonna happen yeah that was a terrible story i felt so bad for boa and it just the picture was just awful and to like think that like you're you know going out having a good time you get back home like you're drunk and think you're just like hanging out with somebody to experience that. Like when you're, you know, drunk and thinking you're having a good time, like that's terrible. And then to like wake up in a pool of your own blood, I just can't believe it. And, and like you were robbed and all this stuff too. Yeah. Like that was just like such a wild turn of events. So I don't know. I just felt, I like really like empathize for Boa. Um, It was really great to see how the community also, um, came together and helped Boa by putting like a GoFundMe together so that she could sort of start putting her life back together and things like that. Um, yeah. Pay for bills, I'm sure that was not expensive. I'm sure that was expensive and not cheap to, you know, go through. Yeah, yeah, that's a very sweet. I mean, luckily she is in Canada, so at least she had like health care, unlike fucking right. here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love that universal health care. Um, but I also saw her like she's been using her platform to continue talking about it. And I think that it needs to continue being talked about. So I think that's great um, for Boa to do. All right. So switching gears, let's talk about the three late night loss uh, commercials. So let's start with the sissies. <laughs> oh, my Sissy. gosh. The sissies. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I guess it was fine. I couldn't get over the spitting part, though. You didn't like that part? Well, it's not no. COVID friendly. They didn't know when they filmed it. Uh, it's so gross. Yeah. Like, keep your spit <laughs> to yourself. I thought, I thought their skit was funny. I mean, I'm not a fan of the sissy, like, bullshit in general, but I thought it was funny. It made sense, like, sissy and sissy, like, they're, like, the law firm or whatever. Yeah. I think is what they were. Um, Sarah and Saracen. Yeah, so I don't know. It made sense. Like, I thought it was funny. <laughs> they, I think they did a good job. Like, I feel like they should have been safe. And I guess Alona wasn't, but... <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I don't think that this scene was bad at all. Like, it was a little bit one note. Because it was basically yeah. just being like, sissy, like, the whole time. 
Um, <laughs> which, I mean, I don't, I'm not as, a, you know, I don't have such an aversion to that as Jamal and Stoney appear to. But, <laughs> I mean, we're looking for, like, a, a story arc here. And we're getting more, like, a storyline. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was really, it was not bad. I was enjoy. I was entertained enough. So, let's move on and talk about Lemon and Priyanka. <laughs> this skit was pretty funny to me. Like, you can totally just tell these queens are overworked lawyers. They're still trying to get their coin, though. Um, they're getting caught up, getting, you know, getting caught up with trade. Mm-hmm. And then f- trying to film their commercial and win your case. I don't know. I thought it was really funny. I mean, definitely it's like a product that I think everyone can get behind. Like, pussy protecting is very yeah, important. It's very important. <laughs> Um, obviously lemon like going down like popping her pussy and coming back up was very funny to me yeah Um, i thought priyanka like sitting on the chair like (laughs) bandages was pretty funny yeah (laughs) yeah they were really funny both of them um you know they both had their little pussycat wigs on also yeah i was like look at these sad um chris jenner wigs that these girls have on yeah i feel like monet (laughs) should have been there with them Where's Monet? <laughs> What's my name? Monet. <laughs> <laughs> I did like the little moment with Stacy though. She's like making sure the queens looked camera ready, like little tweaks like that. Yeah, that was really cute. I don't know if that continued for all of the groups, but, <laughs> but <laughs> at least for this group of Lemon and Priyanka, Stacy was very supportive and like watch your jacket, like you make sure that you're doing this, that, whatever. So, um, just imagine and if- also. Oh. oh, go ahead. I was going to say, just imagine if JBC was the host. I'm like, are you sure you wanted to do that after every scene? Oh, my gosh. After exactly. every scene. Ugh. I was just going to say the chemistry on set with Lemon and Priyanka was very warm and everybody was having a good time. You could tell everybody was into the scene. So that's always a good sign for the girls as well. Yeah, totally. All right. Let's go ahead and get into our last group, which is jimbo rita and boa did you guys like this one this was the one that was set up to be a disaster (laughs) this one i thought was actually like pretty funny like i loved obviously rita baga um anita hot dog was hilarious (laughs) yeah um I love that when Rita would speak French and then Jimbo was just like, yeah, what she said. (laughs) And it was just like Rita, like talking trash about all of them. (laughs) Yeah. That was really funny. Um, I also love Rita's like obsession with hot dogs because this is not the first time that she's mentioned wanting a hot dog. That's so true. Oh my gosh. It must be like one of their favorite snacks. Yeah. I don't know. But like (laughs) Oscar Mayer, reach out to your girl. Like she's out here promoting your wieners for free. (laughs) Sponsorships. (laughs) Um, Jimbo, though, I will say Jimbo, I think, just does such a good job at just playing like so stupid and dumb. Like. I don't know, just like her acting in general. She's just like, yeah, I'm here. Like, close this book. Like, I'm just like, what the hell? Yeah, Jimbo does play a bitchy, bitchy girl very well. <laughs> and uh, I mean, that I think that moment is really iconic. It's my special day. Like, that's going to go down for sure. Yes. It's going to be in the drag race reel. Absolutely. Um. All right. So it's time for the runway now but i think before we get into the runway 
we're all just going to take a quick little break and namaste our way into a better mental health situation. Uh, Yeah. We're going to meditate in the break and then we'll be back shortly. Yes. I need to clear my mind before I drag these judges. (laughs) That's right. I can feel the rage bubbling already. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back. Bye, sissy. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us, tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Hey, sissies, are you ready to come back and finish our honesties spill of the week? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes, sissies. Let's do it, sissies. Let's finish hey, this one out. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal's dying over here. Don't mind him. Um, all right. So it's time for the runway. And the category this week is Canadian Tuxedo. And we'll get into it. But I did not see a lot of denim or what visually appears to be venom denim or venom there was a lot of venom in untucked but uh i didn't i wasn't seeing a lot of denims but we'll get there Um, well i did see denim but i saw a lot of the judges rewarding queens for not wearing denim yeah the ones that didn't wear denim got better critiques (laughs) i was gonna say we saw more of the color denim is that what was happening an actual denim oh okay I was denim like, is a fucking texture. It's not a color, bitch. Thanks, yeah. I was wondering, I was like, was this category supposed to be like blue something or other? I don't know. Listen, y'all, if Stoney understands, then I mean, come on now. Yeah. <laughs> I um, understand. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll get more detailed into the critiques too. Um, this week, special guest host is Canadian funny man, Tom Green. Um, he came wearing his finest denim, a uh, shirt that he got from Target, and a jacket <laughs> that he got from Costco. It was beautiful. Oh my gosh. He was giving us full dad vibes. I was like, look at this dad coming down the runway, just like, I'm here at the function. Yeah. He's like, I'm like the cool guy still, right? <laughs> I'm just happy. Where do we sit? I'm just happy to be on television still. <laughs> basically <laughs> i just like flash back to the tom green show or that movie mm. freddie got fingered yeah that was not enjoyable content for me <laughs> he only got um more points when he started dating drew barrymore didn't he date alanis morissette too yeah i think he got around like he dated like really big celebrities for a while yeah mm-hmm. which is weird to me but whatever now he just retired into full daddom <laughs> So, uh, all right, let's talk about the looks. Let's see. Where should we start with? Let's start with Scarlet Bobo. I actually thought this look was very fun. I thought it was very rocker chic. I love the drama in the jacket and the shoulders. And the styling, I thought, was really, really on point. So I was actually digging <laughs> this look. Yes, this is very much like a scarlet look. Like she has like her style and this is definitely it in my opinion. I th- thought she did a very good job. Like it was denim. It was very much like yes. what the challenge was supposed to be. So I felt like hers was one of the top looks in my opinion. Oh yeah. 
I mean, there were other really good looks, but this one actually red as denim <laughs> with Bobo. So yes. um, she sort of looks like she could be like straight out of like a Kesha music video, I think. Yes. Um, I don't yeah. know, like very sort of detox vibes a little bit here. Um, I see it. It was fun. Like her hair was really cute in it too. Mm-hmm. Like I love the green hair. Yeah. It was almost denim colored hair. Like it matched her outfit really well. Yeah, It was a vibe. Very much so. We loved her. Um, let's see. Let's talk next about Alona Verley. This is a controversial one, huh? Now see, I actually did not mind this look. Like, I like the idea of it, just maybe if it were, like, a little more tailored. I did like the styling, though, of it. I thought it was chic for what it was. Like, for assless chaps, I thought that there was still, like, a (laughs) chicness about it. Um, Would I get on her for having her whole ass out? No. Like, that doesn't really bother me. But I guess, like, the Beyonce rule would be to just put, like, some tights on. And that automatically, like, um, nude color tights, whatever your skin tone and that automatically will enhance everything. But mm. I I thought this look was, you know, somehow chic. I I like this look. It wasn't my fave. I do think though, it was denim. She yes. clearly <laughs> came out with like what it was supposed to be. It was denim. Um she loves to like have these like chaps, I feel like. She's done that like a couple of times. That's like true. With her looks. Um I totally disagreed with the judges and how they felt about her. And like, it just pissed me off where JBC was just like, you should have had some foundation on your ass. Like, I don't know for Canada's drag race for them to have like just a few weeks ago, they had like a pit crew member that was like, not like, you know, the, the stereotypical, like, Oh, I have abs pit crew member average body type. And then they're like, JBC is like basically like complaining about Alona like coming out with like a bare ass that isn't like you know like Aquarius or something like that like it just is very annoying to me yeah that she like called her out on that like that's so annoying yeah that's a really good point because you know if that was someone like Scarlet Bobo who had her ass out and no foundation nothing would have been said Right. Mm-hmm. So Just you're a bigger queen. Right. This is like the whole like conversation. Like I forgot what the look is, but Lizzo, um, she wore a look that was sort of like assless chaps. I think it was at a sporting event, a basketball game. Oh yeah, she wore it to a Lakers game. I'm pretty sure. Right, and everyone bitches because it's not some like tight ass that you know wasn't like fucking J Lo or it wasn't like I don't know Shakira Aquaria or somebody or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay was it the foundation or was it that you just don't like seeing a fat ass like yeah sorry not that alone alone's ass is like huge or anything i'm just saying like it's just like what is the problem yeah she was serving the thickness i mean her her ass was nice i mean if we're just gonna talk about it um or i guess i should say their ass non-binary so we're not gonna give her a her it looked fine yeah, their ass was real <laughs> nice. I was enjoying it. Um, I will say, though, about the look itself, I think it could have been used a little bit more sparkle. So maybe mm-hmm. she could have outlined some of the pieces or something like that, um, yeah. put a little, a few stones on there. That would have brought it up. Um, what do you think about the baby hairs? Is that Was it excessive? <laughs> this was, like, all over her face. <laughs> I thought it was fine. I think if she if her look would have been upgraded a little bit more with, like, some sparkle, some, like, silver or something i think the baby hairs would not have been so bad it's just that 
we don't really have anything else to judge really. Right. So That's it's kind of like, okay, well what's going on with the hair? Something to like <laughs> tie it in because I did feel like maybe we could have used some editing there, like just size them down a pinch to make them a little more dramatic. But I mean, overall I thought it was fine. And and the, their beat was really nice. The face beat. Yes. Alona serves great makeup. If you haven't been paying attention yeah, very soft, very like modern style. Like the way she applies her makeup and the style she uses is really nice. Uh, all right, another controversial one maybe. Uh, this is the one that um, Tom Green has a matching outfit for. Boa. I actually thought that this was one of Boa's better looks on the season. I thought it was playful. I thought that they were way harsh saying it was just a bodysuit because if you listen to the voiceover the wings fit the description in the story and you can tell that their wings these don't every set of wings don't need to be like victoria's secret um you know runway wings that's not the definition of artistic just putting everything into like one mold artistically i thought that the wings were fine her makeup was great i love this hair on her and i thought she served it it was one of my favorites yeah, for me, this was probably my favorite look of Boa's. Like, to me, it was well put together. I loved the wings. I loved how she put, like, the straps of denim all over the wings. I thought her hair was really beautiful. I loved the breastplate that she used. It was just a like, iconic look, and it pissed me off that the judges were so, like, down on it. I'm like, what are you even talking about? Like, this is Boa's best look. And then you couldn't get off of Boa's dick like the first two episodes. And those looks were not even anywhere close to this That's one. Right. Yeah, this one was, I mean, this one to me, Boa, like it looks like she just walked out of like a meatloaf music video or something like that, <laughs> you know, straight out of the eighties. And I don't know, like I liked her. Yeah. Like everything they said, everything was great. Um, you know, just back in all stars five, we were talking about shake Hule's wings, not being quite enough. But oh, yeah. here, you know, Boa, those wings like really are the right size because Boa is like a thicker girl. So uh, you kind of need a big wing or else it's going to be weird proportions. So yes. right. I don't think that it looked like ratty or like three days after your music festival or anything like that. I think they were just Boa was in the storyline. Boa was supposed to be eliminated. So they just like had to dog her the whole, the whole critique. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure what the hell is going on, but I thought artistically it was on point and it fit the description. And if they're having a hard time interpreting these Queens art, then maybe they should not be judging. Yeah. Like we don't need a bitchy gay on the judging panel. I don't know. Ugh, this is just really frustrating. This was a really solid look for Boa. She looked absolutely incredible. I will say the the way the hair was laid, um I was kind of like the one one of the sides the poof was a, like a bit lower than the other side. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. The yeah. line so it didn't look like the hair was pulled back on the top. It sort of it did sort of kind of lean to one side a little bit. But I mean that was a big ass wig, so um <laughs> you know, that would mm-hmm. be my only critique because my eye did get drawn to that a little bit but an uh, editing opportunity yeah totally but yeah boa was great this is very frustrating to see them read her this way um moving on we have jimbo uh jimbo's so fun like club kid realness um this is denim and of course jimbo's gonna push it to the next level and give you texture upon texture of the denim yeah, yeah. I, I love this look of Jimbo's. It was 
the face Keeney of uh, Denim's. <laughs> yeah, um, I lo- love the red ponytail or whatever at the top. Yes. So I don't know. And then obviously the my annoyance pony. with JBC <laughs> during the judging when JBC was like, "Welcome to the competition, girl." Like, bitch, Jimbo's been here the whole time. Like, Jimbo, like, killed it first episode. Like, the first mini challenge. Like, I have no idea what JBC is even talking about. Were you not just here for Snatch Game, sir? Like, (laughs) Jimbo's been here the whole time. This was not... Like, yes, this was an awesome Jimbo moment, but this is not, like, Jimbo's, like, awakening. Like, Jimbo's been here the whole time. Right. Since the very beginning. (laughs) Like, since episode one, everyone's been, like hell yeah jimbo's the best like i wonder if they're <laughs> i wonder if they're like the judges are watching it back and, like being like wow like we really screwed the pooch on this one because clearly not thinking before they speak right it, i don't know it's like it's like somebody like wrote the the judging before like the episodes actually happened you know what i mean it's almost <laughs> like we wanted jimbo we wanted like this to be Jimbo's like coming out moment. So like now they're like Jimbo, welcome to the competition, girl. But it's like we've been watching the episodes and it's been like Jimbo's been here the whole time. Yeah. So, like what's going on? Where were you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jimbo's been Where here. Where he? have you been? Um. Yeah. Totally. Like this is uh, real. I bet RuPaul's really upset she didn't do this for the finale of season twelve. But. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, this sort of also gives me like sort of like Mystique from X Men. Like if Mystique tr- like had you know put a face Keeny outfit on, with like Ooh, Mystique was in drag. Yeah. yeah, with like Raven with the red hair and you like underneath Ooh. the face you see the blue, and the eyes too. The the yellow eyes. I love that. Yeah, I'm. I that's the, that's the notes that I took from this. Maybe not what Jimbo was intending, but work. <laughs> Um, I love it. Moving on, we have Rita Vega, or as we could maybe call her, Blue. And that the L is, no, is an exclamation point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cute look. I don't think this is denim. I think it's the color denim. I don't think this is denim. It doesn't read as denim. Yes. I think it's very much a cute look. I like the look. It's a really but, fierce look. <laughs> but if Michelle was here, she would not have it because... This is not denim. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. But sissy, <laughs> it's just so frustrating because it is a good look. So it's like for me, it's hard to criticize, except for like it's just not the the category. Yeah, it's like you missed the assignment. Where's the denim? But her eye beat was just so good. Like the the jewels. I don't know. I it's like uh, I can't say anything bad about Rita. I just love her. <laughs> Well, the face beat was gorgeous. It was giving me pink vibes for sure. Like the whole hair and everything. She should have came in on one of those wires and done some like flips and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to Priyanka. Trend alert. Belts with straps attached to boots. <laughs> <laughs> Trend alert. Not denim. <laughs> yeah, that I don't too. think this is denim. I thought it was like safe but it was not denim. This is also another one, a look that I enjoyed. I really liked it. Love the hair. I love a good orange and blue moment. Um, but <laughs> yeah, girl, it's not denim. Yeah. <laughs> this is the uh, the effect of Shea Coulee. She really started this look on All Stars 5. <laughs> Ooh, for real. True. Yeah. Um, and, and this isn't the last one. We'll see too, <laughs> because next we have Lemon. <laughs> this was denim. <laughs> This was technically denim. 
<laughs> this this was denim um definitely patchwork yeah she was like this is all thrifted it's like yeah we could tell <laughs> girl uh, lemon is very funny um but she needs some help on the runway. <laughs> <laughs> this was not I good. Mean, it was not good. And as a fan, we we understand, like, you know, we're not in these queen shoes. But, um, again, an editing opportunity. How could we have made the bustier not so awkward? Um, how could we make a detail of, like, the jeans hanging off the garter? a little more creative or like sparkly. I don't know. Like how can we elevate it just a pinch? And my, my favorite part of this though is when Brooklyn is basically like, you could have made the outfit better by doing like 50 different things to make it better. It's just like, like I feel like, (laughs) yeah, like I know. And even (laughs) what Brooklyn was describing did not sound all that great. So so calm down. I I just thought with like Brooklyn, I felt like at first Brooklyn was like, Oh yeah, we can just add a few things here. And then like, she explains like a whole entire new like look. look less yeah. is more. Oh shit. Less <laughs> is more. Because like the the pant legs, they did not give her shape. They kind of took her shape away. The ruffle around the waist yeah. took the shape away. Um, you know, it was. I mean, the the arm pieces. She kind of looked like a scarecrow almost. Um, and hey, I like that lemons taking risk. You can't say that lemons not taking risk, but. I would also like to maybe see her play with different kinds of hair because sometimes I think that long straight wig drowns out the drama of the outfit. Like would the outfit have looked a little different if she had some updo of some sort or like a high pony? I feel like, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Seth. Well, I was just going to say she has like, I think she's trying to make yellow hair her thing because she's uh, lemon, but I mean, you can style the hair still. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. I was going to say, I just think Lemon, like the talent is there, the raw talent. I feel like Lemon kind of reminds me of like an early Shangela oh. in a way. Like she needs like that Shangela like glow up in a few years. Like come back sis when it's like Canada's Drag Race All Stars, like in like five years. Yeah. And then like I would love Lemon to see Lemon. I just think she needs like some more polish to her, like Shangela. Or maybe she can replace JBC as a judge next season. <laughs> I'm sure she would do better. <laughs> she would be a great judge. She has a great personality. Um, all right. So then on the <laughs> runway, the judges ask the girls who should go home and why. Most of the queens say Lemon. And if you say Alona. Yeah, I honestly think that the girls are threatened by Lemon. I mean, based on critiques, sure. You can go ahead and put Lemon in that category. But I think that mostly the queens are threatened because she is so likable. Right. And and, and um, we can get just get into that talk because after this is the untucked moment where they're all kind of just like raging on Lemon. Um, and, I, and I think, Jamal, you got it right on the, the nail on the head because I think they're just this comes from a place of insecurity because it was just like really hurtful, like to see Boa was like kind of chiming in too. And it's like she was just supporting you and you were talking about like your moment of assault, like. How has she right. not been there for you? Right. It just seems like such a reach sometimes. And you have to call a spade a spade. Like, why are y'all really mad? And then Alona, too, is like, I just haven't gotten to know you because, like, you're what I want to be. So I just can't see you or talk to you. And I'm like, that is not fair. Yeah, it's not fair. And also, you've been in the bottom three times, sis. So, right. this season, like, 
these queens like are really fighting this season. Like it's not a sisterhood. Hey sis. Sissies, where are you? Um, but it's just not. It's just <clears throat> it's a sisterhood until the fangs are drawn. Well, that's good for them because I didn't come here to make friends. I came here to make lasagna. <laughs> Best outro ever. <laughs> you know, my favorite lasagna is vegetarian lasagna. Oh. It's really good. All those long, big, cylindrical vegetables. No, it's all that ricotta cheese. Mm, it's all about that keto base. <laughs> Um, all right. So here we have uh, Rita. She wins the challenge, the maxi challenge. So claps to Rita. Um, but wow, though. Oh, yeah. I guess we should talk about this before we move on. No fucking denim. God damn it, Rita. That was not denim. I thought that this was a fierce look, but it should not have won. I thought that Jimbo should have won, or maybe Scarlett should have won. Not. Also, Rita. the judges just suck in general because JBC is like, welcome to the competition, girl. You're not the fucking winner. Like, I don't know. I'm just annoyed. Yeah, I feel you, girl. <laughs> I feel you. Um, it was very strange because they were like building them up to be the bad team. And then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, actually, Rita won. <laughs> they need to get it together. I'm really curious already to figure out what the tone of judging is going to be for like Canada's drag race season two, because um, the Queens have been getting dragged online, like on Instagram, on Twitter. I don't really see Facebook too often, (laughs) but all the Facebook groups I've seen, they are not here for the judges. They're dragging JBC. Like Kim Chi just keeps posting like pictures of JBC, like looking like a bitch queen. Even drag race (laughs) alumni are like, this is like not good because say what you want about editing. These Queens said what they said, which, you know, that's how I feel listeners. Yeah. I saw Angina post about it. Um, uh, Fifi, Tatiana. I mean, I've seen a lot of the queens starting to talk about it and I'm like, oh, yes, yeah. please talk about it because that's how things will will change. Tatiana's you know? lives have been lit. If <laughs> they're really funny because she's so messy. Yeah. Well, that's uh, another story for another day. <laughs> yeah. But, you're so right. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, it's just like the whole it's like building up steam and JBC has taken zero ch- like time to apologize. Like, sorry, like I thought like, you know, I'm new to this or whatever he wanted. However, he wanted to explain it. Um, you know, I t- your notes have been t- your notes have been noted, you know, moving forward. If we have a season two, like absolutely like i mean just say something like don't just sit there and like just be like well i said i'm the judge i can say what needs to be said it's like no jbc you are replaceable the fans will speak especially drag race yeah and there have even been petitions uh started to have him removed as a judge there you go so (laughs) we'll see what happens um, Sarita wins the challenge. Boa and Alona are the bottom two. Are there any surprises here? Or do you think the bottom two shook out right? I definitely don't think Boa should have been in the bottom. I mean, based off the performance, the main performance, I guess it makes sense to me. I feel like, I don't know, because Boa really wasn't that strong. It just annoys me in general with like the whole like yeah. denim bullshit that they just got a free pass. Like I feel like something should have been said, but... Maybe we'll, Base- maybe we'll see it in an unaired clip next episode. I mean, hopefully, good God. Like, but I just I don't know. Based off the main performances, I guess it makes sense. 
But yeah, looking at the challenges, I guess sure. But based on like the looks, I was like, come on, like can we give her a pass somehow? <laughs> like there are girls up here that are not in denim. Maybe we need a reminder that we need to pay attention to what the challenge is. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Um, all right. So in the end, Alona was safe, which was a little bit surprising to me since she has been pretty consistently in the bottom. I thought she was going to get the chop and cause Boa was really great. I think was better than Alona. I don't know. I see. I felt like Alona had more of the, the um, feeling she, of the song yeah. or I guess I felt like she was like channeling the song better than what Boa was. See, I feel yeah. like Alona had the sauce and I just was not connecting to Boa at all. But also I think both of them didn't do a great lip sync because <laughs> They just kind of planted and didn't do much for the whole entire lip sync. And there were definitely moments for them to move around a little bit more. Yeah, because wasn't this song on We're Here? I feel like we saw them perform this on We're Here and it was like so much better. It's quite possible. Well, yeah, any of those three queens leading the song is going to be instantly better. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so Boa sashays away her first time in the bottom. So the competition is heating up, you guys. Ugh, Alona better step it up. Like she's she's safe again. Um, clearly she's doing something right. I don't know. But I'm I'm scared for the sissies next week. Lip syncing. Yeah. The judges just make it so hard to pan out. Like what is even gonna happen? Now the judges did say, remember, oh Scarlet, we see you, girl. So I mean, maybe I don't know what that means because they change from week <laughs> to week. But right. they did give her kind of like, oh, good job. Maybe next week Scarlet will finally be in the competition. I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll have to see if J- JBC deems it so. Because that's we'll have yeah. to see if like Jimbo gives us some extravagant look, and then they say like, oh, where where have you been? Where did you go? You were just in the com- in the competition. Now you've left the competition. <laughs> You're gone now. Rita Vega, you've won the maxi challenge. I love Rita, so I'm like, whatever. She won, so I'm I'm happy. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I mean, I love I like Rita too, but that wasn't denim, sis. No. All right, you guys. That was the episode. Let's go ahead and do a quick shift over to Stony, and you can tell us how the fantasy league is shaking out this week. Yes. Uh, so. Uh, it's getting interesting because with Boa being eliminated, we all, each three of us, have two people apiece. Dun, dun, dun. So Ooh. let me just let everyone know. So after Boa being gone, I have Jimbo and Scarlet. Seth has Rita and Lemon. And then Jamal has Priyanka and Alona. Ooh, yes. I'm a little worried for Jamal's team next week. Uh, yeah, it could be interesting. So after six full episodes, I am still in last place <laughs> with 130 points. Bring up the rear girl. Jamal's in second place with 145. Jeez, okay. And then Seth is in first place with almost 100 points more <laughs> at 240 yes damn it okay uh, i feel like seth is gonna win because fucking rita vega like she can just come out there like naked and they'll be like i love you <laughs> bonjour hi <laughs> thank you rita oh my gosh rita vega is giving me gay voldemort vibes in the workroom when they're working on their skits with that robe and that bald head mm-hmm. i'm here so for this it this is what gay voldemort would look like <laughs> yeah 
I'm here for I it want though. That robe. Yeah, I want yeah. that robe. A hundred percent. And the the sweater she had on for the uh, Paris is Burning Reading Challenge, I like that a lot too. But um, yeah. All right, you guys. It's been another rousing week here. Thanks for coming, the most magically gay podcast. Um, you know, thank you guys for sticking in here with us. We had a lot of fun this week. Yes, thank you for tuning in every week. Thank you for leaving ratings and reviews. We see you out there. We see you doing the work. Keep doing that. We appreciate you. Yes, girl. We'll be back next week with more Canada's Drag Race. But until then... Bye. 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 Sissy. 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 Bye, Sissy. Even Riddle did it.